What's going on, Internet? Welcome back to another episode of Nerdy Nomicron. Uh, this is episode, what, are we at four? At four? I think so. Four. Episode yeah. four. Hell Sounds yeah. right. We're just going to freelance this shit. Episode four, and we've got a pretty decent show in store for you guys. Um, joining me, of course, the handsome, the awesome Mr. Ryan Synthetic. Hello, hello. And then, of course, the other also handsome Oliver. Hello, everyone. All right. Let's just jump into this. I'm I'm done trying to finagle fucking intros and, and get this going. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Today's docket will uh, mostly include. We're, we're definitely going to discuss what if because we've been discussing what if every episode thus far. So we're gonna, we'll do a brief thing on that, and then we're going to get into martial arts movies and action movies and action stars and all the stuff that we like and love. And uh, hopefully, you uh, you folks listening at home or in your vehicles or wherever you listen to podcasts on the toilet, maybe uh can uh, can relate um so what if episode six is it six yeah it's six yeah pretty cool episode um i'm not disappointed it definitely lends itself to a possible second episode within the story frame that's what i'm telling you guys it's starting I to agree. seem like they're opening these up to second episodes um but like off honestly more so this one than a few of the others this one just seemed like yeah. it, like there's more story to tell especially with how it ends with shuri and uh and pepper Potts. yeah definitely now would yeah. be the time to do it too right in the middle of the season when they just dropped their mid-season trailer for the show right i feel like if anything this would be the one to continue to a second episode and then just get standalones for the rest of the season yeah but i would definitely yeah. like to see a continuation of this story but yeah fucking crazy story killmonger out of nowhere, saves Tony Stark in the desert before shit goes south. Yeah, this guy's playing that, uh, what, four-level Star Trek chess set? Like he is, <laughs> Multi-dimensional he is, chess. Yeah, the multi-dimensional <laughs> chess. He, he is like five steps ahead of everybody at every turn. There were like three twists that we saw coming, of course, but oh, of course. nobody oh, else yeah. did. But, you know, uh, no, go, oh, ahead, go on. Go no, 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 you go. Oh, I was just going to say, the one thing that bothered me the most was one his getup, which is the same getup <laughs> he wore in Black Panther the movie. Yeah, but the thing is, is that takes place so many years after those events. You know what I mean? Like that. Like yeah, after, after, yeah. Because... You're right. Like he pretty much showed up the same Killmonger that we know with the exact same. Um, what was it like? Cutting tattoos for every like kill yeah. that he had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I would have expected somebody like ten years younger in his early twenties who was still, you know, um, still green his way. Yeah, still green essentially. Um, it it definitely to me it it came off with a lot of um, like they gave themselves a lot of leeway with that yeah. one. And I mean, I get it. It's a what if series. I understand yeah. that. Yeah. But that was the that was the only thing. If I had to poke holes in in any of that, that is the one thing that bothered me the most. Yeah. Yeah, like they, the they basically got, you go ahead, Oliver. Sorry, uh, like yeah, they kind of took um, how you know in Black Panther him turning against uh, Claw um, into like four more events where he just keeps turning his back on people and and getting his way. And I just didn't really see how maybe a younger Killmonger could have pulled off what older Killmonger only was able to do once. You right. know, Ryan, you were saying. Um, I just uh, wanted to talk a little bit about like later on in the episode when they're getting the uh, vibranium from uh, Andy Serkis. What's his character's name again? Oh, uh, Ulysses Clow, I think. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
Um, when they're getting it, all that stuff from him, and then it gets to the end of that scene where he kills T'Challa. I thought that was a little strange, considering the timeline. That would have been yeah. like roughly around the age of Ultron time when uh, his father still would have held the mantle of the Black Panther. Yeah, did yeah. did his father did T'Chaka still hold the mantle? Yep. Pretty pretty sure. Yeah, so. it's it's only when it goes to the next person that it gets removed from that person, right? Yeah, right. so it's it's considered the power of kings. So for someone to hold that the power of the Black Panther, they have to be like the ruler essentially of Wakanda. Mm-hmm. At least like in the eyes of tradition. Like there there are obviously in the comics times where other characters got a hold of this, like the yeah. Super Soldier Serum type of thing. But and if we're talking about little tidbits of things that we didn't like, is I I'm really curious about how vibranium works as a a you know a plot device because um when they initially make the mech out of just his one ring yeah i'm just really curious like how thin is that layer of vibranium for it to be un in, like indestructible like you melt down that ring of vibranium and then to cover an enormous mech to make it invulnerable to anything else but vibranium right is like how like just vibranium is just that like plot tool that i feel that they use now and yeah well i think yeah uh, i can see that. I think that the ring was used as a conductor um, so that it would work properly and so that power would flow through it. And then when they got the rest of the vibranium, they made pretty much yeah, every, every bot out of it. That's that's what I thought, too, because what was he saying? That he could never get like the 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 mainframe of the thing to work or something right. like is it for his thesis. But well, right. They, and then they... and then cue, cue up Tony Stark, who's just like, fuck it, I'll do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But then they definitely did acknowledge the fact that it was invulnerable because the only re- way he was able to beat the the robot that Stark had in his house was because he had um vibrating oh, spear. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. What so, a fucking crazy scene though. I thought Tony was going to fucking lay the boots to him. Yeah. I didn't I, I didn't so see did not see that part coming. Like I, yeah. I when, he, when he closes everything up and he's all like, "Yeah, it's about vengeance." I was like, yeah. "Oh shit, Tony's was, about to throw down." Yeah, I know. Earlier in the episode, they said that Tony Stark never became Iron Man, but right, that it was at that point in the episode where I was totally expecting them to go the direction of, "Oh yeah," and while we were building this giant mech, I was also you know making some stuff for myself, and that he would have pulled out you know like maybe a gloved hand that had the the beam coming out of it, and well, that's what. Would, uh... On that same breath, um, I, I wanted to talk about like the relationship that the two had together from like their first meeting and just like how their radicalized beliefs really kind of meshed together. And yeah. from that point onwards, I sort of thought we were going to see uh, like an Ultron storyline where they end up getting their hands on all this vibranium oh. and then building like the ultimate Ultron body. And then having that sort of like take over uh, Jarvis in a way, and then that then the army of like whatever robots would uh, essentially be under his control and all that kind of stuff. And that's where I really thought they were going with this. Yeah, but is it just or, or did those mm. drones look a lot like Justin Hammer's drones? Yes, yeah. I, I thought that was the point. Yeah, they looked exactly like it to me. Definitely, it was the head. Right? I like well, the, uh, the, the, head, the Gundam, the, the shameless Gundam plug. In yeah. The beginning, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like what? Like anime. <laughs> not, not surprised there. Not surprised in the least. Yeah. Fucking but anime. yeah, like that connection between Killmonger and uh, Tony Stark, where, you know, they both had dads that they 
you know weren't able to live up to their standards right um I, that's something that i'm i i like I, I really didn't see the connection between those two characters so it's nice that with what if this episode made me really realize just how connected some stories are or how they how they could be connected right. and you know initially when it was like phase one of the mcu it was really hard to see exactly where um some stories connected until you got avengers and then avengers age of ultron but with this what if series it's nice because it really shows you um what's going on at the same time what could have happened and just where these characters could have gone in their storylines and their paths and it just for me it just gives me that feeling of like this is like a universe that is these stories are connected yeah so i like that this episode really did uh like you were saying blur those lines between like heroes and villains where we saw um killmonger being essentially the same type of person as tony where he really antagonizes in a lot of ways and it could build the majority of the problems, but he portrays himself as more of a hero. Um, just at least when he was interacting with Tony just sort of seeing that like, because his beliefs were um, considered outlandish, I guess, and against what Wakanda believes that oh, totally isn't necessarily how his character is viewed by the rest of the world. Right. Mm-hmm. How cool was it to see, I don't even remember what T'Challa's mom's name is, but see her suit up and fight. Oh, yeah. That scene was, that was sick. That was fucking yeah. dope. Calls her general. I'm like, general? Wait, what? <laughs> it was yeah, overall, cool it was a good episode. Mess. Yeah, it was some. It, it was packed with action. I liked it a lot. Uh, and, and as I had said previously, like the leaving it where they left it, where Shuri just shows up in, in Stark Tower there, and uh, her and Pepper go to un- unveil the truth about uh, Killmonger and, and all of his yeah. schemes. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I mean, if it just gives us another episode of Michael B. Jordan, then I'd be happy. Oh, yeah, that man's <laughs> fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. more like, than awesome. Like he, he... <laughs> he was wasted on Fantastic Four, but uh, <laughs> with Killmonger, yeah. he did really well. Everybody Fan- was wasted on Fantastic Four. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> who was who was all that? Was like Ty Sheridan, um, or was it Miles Teller? I get those two mixed up, even though they no, don't look anything alike. I don't think it was Miles Teller. You know what? I'm gonna Google it. I haven't even seen that version of the Fantastic no? Four. No, I just oh man, no, I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're you're definitely doing yourself a good service by skipping it entirely. It was not great. In fact, oh, it was Miles even, Teller. It was Miles Teller. Yeah, Michael B. Jordan, Kate Mara, and Jamie Bell. Right, Jamie Bell Kate. is a name I haven't seen in a while. Wow. He was yeah. he's the one that played uh The Thing. The Thing, right. Ben Grimm. Yeah. Uh who yeah, was it that no played uh, who pants. played Doom? Ooh, Doom, I think. Is that awkward looking kid that I'm pretty sure played uh Harry Osborne in uh the Amazing Spider Man movies with Andrew Oh. Garfield. And the only other thing oh. I think I remember seeing him in oh. was that um what was that movie? It was He's done from... like a like a documentary, but it wasn't a documentary. Toby about... Toby Kebble is his name. Was that? Um, like the ones with the superheroes, or like they got powers. Yeah, the three uh, kids. Yeah. Fuck, yeah. What is that movie called? Isn't it, isn't Michael P. Jordan also in that? I think he is. Yeah. I don't. I don't think I know what movie this is. You Chronicle. Chron- yeah, Chronicle. that's what. Oh. Yeah, fucking wicked. Yes, film. you're if right. You Which is getting a sequel. It. It's getting a sequel. I don't get know the fuck really. It is no getting a way. sequel. It is getting a sequel. Yep. 
Fucking Christ. That movie Chronic- was so cool. Yeah, so uh, just reading a headline here, it will be female-led sequel set 10 years after the original. Um, Shit. Yeah, interesting. Um, but anyways, I know this guy that played Doctor Doom as um, from Black Mirror. That's what I know him from a Black Mirror episode. And he was in Kong Skull Island. Was he? Yeah. Hmm. And he played Koba. He played Koba in War for the Planet of the Apes. Get I didn't the know fuck that. Out. I didn't know really? that. I know. I did not know that. Good. Oh, I, wow. I thought Andy Serkis just played everybody. I mean, Andy Serkis Cir- <laughs> <laughs> could play everybody. He's Andy yeah. fucking Serkis. That man is a legend. Yeah. He's a oh, beast. He was in the Warcraft movie as well. Wow. Who, Andy Serkis? No, Tony Kebbell. Or, oh. Uh, <laughs> Andy Serkis. Are you sure Andy Serkis wasn't in the Warcraft movies? I'm pretty sure he's done everything. If there's yeah, no cat involved, yeah, he's in it. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like a he, very active very active actor too like when he when they were doing lord of the rings like he was on his hands and knees he was pretty much Gollum. oh yeah mm-hmm. oh yeah that's exactly what he did for uh planet of the apes as well as caesar right that's who he yeah. played yep. yes, yeah he did. He, like he, i'm pretty sure he's the dude that trained everybody else how to play uh chimpanzee and gorilla which like is he, insane yeah yeah i don't know where he gets that from but the dude is skilled method acting like method the man's acting. just the man is just a fucking method acting genius uh much like the late great um oh why did his name all of a sudden and, slip he, my and mind. He, he apparently played supreme leader snoke in star wars no surprise trilogy? really no yeah. surprise i actually didn't Holy know that shit. no that was his voice yeah that is surprising to me as well this guy has a track record that all right, wow, there's a rabbit hole to get into sometime. <laughs> I mean, no I'm one's sure stopping we could, you. I'm sure there's an episode where we could spend a whole Andy Circus. Um, I mean, oh, probably. <laughs> let's see. He's Heath, Ledger. Be in... Heath Ledger is the other method actor, the late, great Heath Ledger. Yeah, that's oh, right. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, unforgettable uh, Joker. We will never see another Joker anywhere near as good. And no, I, I agree I'm, very sorry to to what's his name who did him oh again phoenix oh no apparently joaquin phoenix did a did a great job for for his his story i mean i meant the other guy the uh 30 seconds to mars oh jared leto oh, jared, jared leto. fucking leto oh i fan I of the show not like fan <laughs> 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 of the show i do not like <laughs> but, yeah i did no, i did it, i did not really care for his depiction of joker to be honest no and it was a little bit better in the snyder cut yeah that that, that last scene there but uh, overall yeah. not a fan i don't like that slow ah uh, ah uh. Uh, laughing yeah. because it just sounds or, like or, he's trying or, or to get he, out of a fart or something. He just has the tattoo of the smiling <laughs> face on his hand and he just puts right. it up. He just puts it over his face. face. Yeah, and no. laugh. Like, yeah, I just, I, I don't know if they gave him that much creative freedom with it or if the writers wanted him to be that kind of character, but like somebody went wrong majorly somewhere. Well, I mean, you can't yeah. just, you can't just copy paste Heath Ledger. Yeah. No, so, like, uh, absolutely you, not. But didn't the you dude can like lock like... himself? Like, Sorry? Didn't the dude like like stay in his hotel room for like months on end just to stay oh, in he, the Joker's he mind? Put him, he put himself into a really dark place. And it is rumored that Jack Nicholson, who uh, who also played the original Joker in Batman 88 or whatever 
year that was uh jack nicholson fan of the show <laughs> he uh he, he warned heath ledger that this role would take him to dark places and he and he gave him a pep talk to make sure it doesn't doesn't take over his life and unfortunately um when trying to bounce back after the role it it killed him yeah jesus all I right mean, well what a what a fucking performance to go out on oh, yeah man. I mean, well, speaking it, of... roles like that are just so rough on method actors even like uh fury um uh shia labeouf's character in that movie where he just like he got so into his character of being this like soldier in a tank squad that he just lived that life like he wouldn't uh i'd heard stories that he wouldn't shower on set um he would act his character around everybody that he interacted with in his life and just like be a shitty person overall because he needed he had so into this like lonely tank soldier character jesus wow i would like to be on set to see these method actors at work oh Oh, yeah i think that would be quite the experience yeah heath ledger was no different he used to go out to the bars and shit after they were done filming still dressed as the joker still being the joker oh shit Mm -hmm. no way you fucking wow. yeah, hell yeah, and like that, that's some that, dedication. I was gonna say that takes some serious dedication. Yeah, I'd heard that oh, uh, Jared Leto had gotten so into it when they were filming the uh, original Suicide Squad, um, and apparently he had like a ridiculous amount of screen time that they just cut out of the uh, final cut of the movie. But yeah, I heard um, he wasn't happy. Yeah, and that started like a whole big thing, and it, I'm not surprised why the DCEU is now all going downhill because of continuous stuff like this happening with their cast members. But um, I'd heard that in his like method acting, uh, he would send like boxes of rats and shit to the other cast members just to like fuck with them and be in character. That's fucking awesome. Morbid as fuck, but fucking yeah. Awesome. yeah. Now, now, with with that being said, you're now making me wonder and second guess my 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 feelings on the matter, and wonder if maybe he did have a solid Joker lined up. He was just cut out of it. And there's always that possibility, like yeah. like he was said at the end of uh, um, the Snyder cut, where we got to see a little bit more of him and interacting with Batman of all things, which I feel like is the most important part of the Joker's character. Um, and yeah. it, it was a lot better of an interaction than we've seen him in any of the other times that he's been in that role but it could be a screen time thing that said i still don't like the fundamentals of the character yeah he just might have still grasped the like mental imbalance properly that might have been the only part that he did right yeah i didn't get the the maniacal part out of him no it he was more a little, a little forced he definitely yeah. seemed more like tiktok star <laughs> <laughs> like maybe he just starts some really evil trends on tiktok like stealing fucking soap dispensers and that's where he gets his giggles out of yeah no kidding i also didn't really like the aesthetic they gave him the yeah chrome teeth all the tattoos like he was some fucking serious gangbanger like that's yeah not, joker wasn't a gangbanger he was a gangster yes yeah. but not a gangbanger yeah no agreed. definitely Whatever. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, hopefully he can pull off this uh, this Morbius movie. Hopefully, should it, should yeah. it ever fucking release? I don't know what the <laughs> what the schedule is on that. Yeah, one, I saw I'm... a trailer for it like two years ago. Right? Has it been we, that long? Yeah. <laughs> well, there was a whole bunch that came out around that time. It, it was Morbius, the Black Widow. Um, what was the other big one that still hasn't dropped yet? Wasn't that the uh, around the time we got the original teaser for uh, Venom? Let there be carnage. Oh, probably. Mm, yeah where it was just sort of like uh tom hardy walking into the prison i'm pretty sure that was like it was like a 15 second clip uh that we got around that time 
wasn't that just at the end of Venom where you got to see? Um... Oh, actually, yeah, you might be right. Yeah, I thought right. that, that was like the post, that was like the post credit scene because he's he's a journalist, right? So I think he went yeah. to interview the guy because he knew him by name or something like that. I can't Cletus remember. Cassidy. Cletus Cassidy. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't think they had picked the actor at that point, like by the end credit scene. And I think the teaser was them finally showing, like, yeah. Uh, yes, uh, you're why, right. Why, why am I not remembering his name right now? Woody Harrelson's face. Woody Harrelson, yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think at the end of Venom, they just showed the red hair. I don't think you got to see his face. I think you're right. Oh, no, no, no. He turns around. He turns around. He? Oh, okay. he turns around. He's wearing like the most ridiculous wig. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> like almost, yeah. almost as ridiculous as his wig in Now You See Me Too when he plays his twin brother. <laughs> oh, I forgot about. In that fact, movie. I'm almost positive it's the same wig, just different color. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Well, My God, oh, well. I think you're right. <laughs> While we're on that subject, real quick. Missed opportunity for that movie. The first movie was Now You See Me. The second movie should have been called Now You Don't. Yeah. Honestly. So simple. But but they they vied with Now You See Me Too, which kind of took away from all of its credibility, except for when they threw Daniel Radcliffe in there as a a wicked (laughs) surprise. And I was like, fuck yes, this movie just got ten times better. Because people need to know it's a sequel, otherwise they forget. It's like um, it's like with the Hannibal films, you know, um, uh, Red Dragon and um, Silence of the Lambs. Silence of the Lambs, yeah. Like which one comes first? I guess Hannibal maybe Rising. Like, yeah, they wanted to avoid that kind of a situation, which Te- I could technically, see. chronologically, the story of Red Dragon happens before the Silence of the Lambs. Yep. Um, there was a movie that was done back in the 80s with William Peterson. For those of you who don't know who William Peterson is, uh, he was, the, uh, he was the, the main guy in CSI, original CSI. He was Grissom, oh. uh, where he played. He was, um, what is that character's name? Did, did you guys watch the Hannibal series? Uh, like with... the one with Mads Mikkelsen? Yeah. I have yeah. not, but I heard okay, it's very Okay, so good. was it, it William? fantastic. The, the main character, the profiler, William, I can't remember his fucking Graham? name. Is that what it is, William Graham? Yeah. Okay, so uh, William Peterson played that character in the original movie called Manhunter. And the original um, Hannibal Lecter was not played um, by um, Sir... um, Why am I having a hard time with this? Oliver. (laughs) um, uh, Jesus Christ, one second. I need to to get my shit together. I need to look it up. This is what happens when we get on tangents that we're not prepared for. (laughs) Oh, Well, I mean, yeah. Anthony Hopkins. It was not originally Anthony played Hopkins. by Anthony Hopkins. It was played by a guy, I'm pretty sure, who played a Bond way back in the day. Um, oh. And, yeah. I'm going to look that up real quick, just because. Um, Aaron Thompson? But it was... One second. Oh, my God. Stupid app. Aaron Thompson? So much dead air here. I'm so sorry. I'm so, so sorry. So so very... Why won't... That's okay. Get your sips in now, guys. Yeah, no kidding. So you don't miss any of it conversation oh maybe not a bond guy i thought it was a bond guy for some reason brian cox played hannibal lecter brian cox. um brian cox is most famous um he's been in almost everything he was striker in x-men uh agamemnon and troy um most recently i don't really know what he's been in but he's been in all kinds of shit the man's uh, he's got 231 movies under his goddamn belt wow that's ridiculous and he's yeah. a he's an older an older gentleman yeah 
53 years. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, oh, oh, he was the captain in Super Troopers. Oh, oh no shit. way. Yeah, Brian Cox. <laughs> Brian Cox, yeah, sorry. For some reason, I thought it was like Timothy Dalton, which I'm way off on that one, or Roger Moore, but I'm I'm way, way, way off. Let's pretend I, that this whole thing didn't happen. But yeah, so that's the All original, right. the Manhunter from like 1988 or 1980-something was the original Hannibal Lecter story. That's where it started with, with the Tooth Fairy and all of that. And then it goes Silence of the Lambs. And then it goes, uh, was it Hannibal? Maybe just called Hannibal. Yeah. And that's where Anthony Hopkins and Jodie Foster's characters pretty much fizzle out. And then there's that movie Hannibal Rising where it's like the story of how Hannibal Lecter grew up. Yeah. Which was a weird, but yet still entertaining movie. Yeah, yeah, I remembered it being quite all right. Yeah, and then and then yeah, Red Dragon with uh, Ed Norton was in that, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, he was he was the guy with the red dragon tattoo. Yep. Oh right, he was the Tooth Fairy. Yeah, he was. Oh shit! It has been so long since I've seen that. I just remember the scene where he sets some dude on fire on a wheelchair and pushes him down the street. (laughs) Parking garage, but yes. Parking garage, yeah, that was it. Fucking crazy, crazy, huh. crazy movie. Wow, we really tangent off on this one. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah, all in the name of entertainment. It's all good. Um, why don't we? Uh, <laughs> we cut yeah, what if what was we're... pretty good. Yeah, what? Yeah, wow. <laughs> what if, wow. <laughs> oh, I uh, mean, circle, circle back and finish that one off. With how long the tangent was, I wouldn't be surprised if episode seven was already out. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, what if it was? It was pretty good. It was pretty. Good. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yet another good episode. <laughs> Moving on, though, this is going to probably be one of my favorite topics to talk about because when we first conceived the show, and I stayed up till fuck knows like five thirty in the morning writing out all these ideas, um, it was one of the first few things that popped into my head. Um, or, yeah, I'm assuming that uh, it's still in third place on the on the yep. thing, or do we or did we move yep. that up? No, it's it's there. Well, it's third, third place. Okay, yeah. Favorite martial arts slash action movies of, like, all time. Oh, this is going to take a few episodes to talk about, realistically. Well, I mean, we have the rest of this episode to go through it, and I'm pretty sure I only slotted us for what if and action movies. I don't remember if there was a third piece or not. Yeah, that's fair. I think so. And yep. and at this point, it honestly doesn't matter, because we have so much more content to talk about later, so this is going to be fucking awesome. Yep. Oh, yeah. All right. Hit us with it, though, Alex. What's your favorite of all time? Oh, of all time. Are we talking like AAA titles? Are we talking B movies? Doesn't no, matter. Just, just your favorite, personal like, favorite. Arts, anything. Yeah. Like, it could be anything. Oh, man. I don't have a single one. There are so many Ooh. that fit that bill. That's um, all right. There are so many that, that, t- that check all the boxes for me. Just um, start firing them off at us. Well, as we were talking earlier before we started the show, the Raid 1 and 2 by far are pretty good fucking yeah. action movies. Yeah. Um and that's just tip of the iceberg. I'm uh, I'm a very avid Scott Atkins fan and for those of you who don't know who Scott Atkins is, um he's an Australian born incredible martial artist. This man is shredded um basically from from lips to anus. He is just <laughs> nothing <laughs> nothing nothing but muscle. This man is incredible. Does pretty much 99% of his own stunts um and very rarely has someone stand in for him. Um I think some of his earlier films were like Undisputed 3, 2, 2. Undisputed 2. Um which 
isn't really all that connected to the original Undisputed movie back in the day with like Wesley Snipes and Ving Rhames, which was more or less a prison boxing movie. Um, Undisputed 2 kind of took a weird turn because they had, uh, do you guys remember Michael J. White? No, it doesn't sound familiar. Michael J. White is is also another brilliant um, African-American martial artist in fact he's definitely on par with scott atkins um if not surpasses this man has been in in martial arts for god knows how long do you, do you guys ever remember that movie oh. black dynamite no idea no no, no 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 black dynamite. But, oh, he, but he but he played spawn in 1997 yes thank you that. thank you really? that, was my, that was my next go-to uh, <laughs> i didn't know how much of a stretch that would be considering you guys are <laughs> quite quite young uh <laughs> so yeah michael j white Played Spawn uh, back in, would you say, 93, 97? 97. 97. Um, but you didn't really get to see a whole lot of his action side. Um, I, I think around that time, there was also, uh, are you guys familiar, and I'm dating myself here, with the Universal Soldier franchise? Uh, no, no, not familiar. Originally started with like Jean-Claude Van Damme and, uh, and Dolph Lundgren. Nope. No, no idea. <laughs> oh, man. You want to you, <laughs> you oh, watch? Yeah, you guys have homework. You got <laughs> you want to watch some early fucking just mindless plotless fucking action movies. Universal Soldier is like almost king. Only only uh, separated by uh Bloodsport and any other fucking Jean-Claude Van Damme movie. Um yeah, fantastic. Where was I go? Michael J White. Um why was I on Michael J White? See now I, I went on a tangent and I totally lost where I was at. <laughs> um he's on the same level as uh Scott Adkins. Scott Adkins. But why did I why did I bring them together? I don't know. I think he just segued oh, into oh, him. Oh, sorry. Undisputed. 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 Okay. So Scott Atkins plays, uh, being Australian, of course, uh, he plays a Russian guy. Uh, Correction. <laughs> he's, he's, I looked him up. He's actually uh, British. No way. I thought he was Australian. Yeah. No, from the royal town of Sutton Coldfield, United Kingdom. Well, I stand mm. corrected. Uh, and as a super fan, I'm ashamed. <laughs> I didn't know he was British. If you ever hear him speak, he sounds Australian. Yeah, that's but then fair. again, they all kind of sound alike, and I know that was probably a little racist to say. <laughs> oh, come on now! <laughs> Speaking of racist, though, this actually kind of goes. This actually goes with the theme of what we're currently talking about because I just finished Ip Man Four before we uh, hopped onto this. Oh, did you? Holy fuck! It is racist. I was not expecting that. It well, was really? like. It was so blatant too, because like the, the premise of it is that they're like in a, or it man is in America trying to find a school for his son uh, to go to, and like so there's a, a lot of school? no, just like a regular school. He's like trying oh, to strip wow. him off the boarding school. Wow, to give him a better <laughs> a life than what plot. he had. To yeah. give him a better life than what he had. Yeah. His son, his son, the entire lifetime of these four fucking movies wanted to be just like dad. But dad didn't yeah. want him fighting. Dad didn't want him to turn out just like him. So he's trying to find him a, a school to go to that's appropriate. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah. where do they end up? Like, where does he end up? Hollywood? Uh, kind and of. Francisco, he's like he's in it? San Francisco for a lot of the movie, and uh, sort of like a lot of dealings with uh, what seems to be depicted as like I don't know the the Chinese like kung fu mafia or something. It's just like this group of like underground. Uh, uh like masters of martial arts of like various different kinds and they're just like super anti-american and all the like white people in the movie are extremely 
um, like anti-immigrant to any degree. Like it, it gets really, really bad. Some of the things that they say, like nothing oh. I can repeat on the show. Nothing we should repeat on the show because no, no, we are not. We are not racist. Um, but it did take place in a time period where that was rampant. Absolutely, definitely rampant. Yeah. Um, what the what is it? Nineteen sixties, seventies by seventies, uh, I believe, because it uh, it takes place when just just around when Bruce Lee got famous. Yeah. Okay. Uh, because yeah. Bruce Lee was one of his disciples. Yeah. 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 Um but hearkening back real quick, I didn't even I didn't even get to finish my list here because we 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 tangent. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, no, 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 it's all good. It's all good because there's there's so many good martial arts movies. Um so yeah, uh being a fan of Scott Atkins, Undisputed Three, he plays a, a Russian guy named Yuri Boyka. Um now if you're looking for a solid plot and great storytelling, you're not gonna find it here. If you're looking <laughs> for amazing choreographed martial arts. You were gonna find that here, one hundred percent. The man is a fucking machine. And then he went on to make Undisputed Four, which I think was just entitled Boyka, which is a much more recent film. Uh, and I highly recommend you guys watch that one. That one's got a bit more, uh, a bit more plot. It's 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 a complete movie. Uh, <laughs> this is the best way to put it. It's not it's not it's not fragmented and and, and jagged all over the place. Um, and then keeping in line with Scott Atkins' Ninja, which is both hilarious and awesome in action at the same time because he plays a white orphan in a Japanese ninja camp. What is this who, Beverly Hills? Right, who is who ends up being tasked with uh, with with guarding with his life this ancient uh, suit and weapons of a of an ancient ninja, and it is a fucking crazy romp uh, uh, of just martial arts madness it is it is a fantastic martial arts film it is not great if you're looking for story because the story and the dialogue that being a b movie is is trash but it's it's fucking great so it's a japanese martial arts in that one um well it's ninjutsu uh we're as close to ninjutsu as as one will get i mean i don't know what scott atkins is is fully trained in but he's he's definitely a well-rounded fighter uh in what he's done in movies Uh, and then there's ninja 2 shadow of a tear because you know that's a fucking 80 a badass name if it was straight out of the 80s but it's not yeah. <laughs> um also also great which takes place like a, just a couple of years after the events of the first movie um and f- fucking crazy just really good uh action in that one and then i guess i have a couple of classics and now i know when people hear classic they think like bruce lee and uh and and jackie chan and they've made fantastic movies um but there's always going to be a place in my heart for jean-claude van damme's bloodsport Bloodsport is probably one of my favorite Van Damme movies of all time. And that even surpasses Hard, uh, hard Target and um, Time Cop. Time Cop was just stupid, but fucking, <laughs> fucking awesome. Yeah, Bloodsport's just dope. Um, you guys, go ahead. I've been talking a lot. What you got, Ollie? Okay, yeah. Um, just like you, Ryan, I rewatched It Man, but the first one. Um, I remember that being a real favorite of mine, just because how nonchalant Donnie Yen is when he fights in, in as Itman, uh, with his fighting style Wing Chun just deflecting everyone's blows and he has some really sick moves and I like the movie's got some really funny physics when they're doing some high kicks and people are just flying <laughs> all over the place. Oh yeah. Like, 
Like, I don't know if you guys remember, like, that scene in The Matrix. Uh, I think it was the second one where he's just fighting all the Mr. Smiths around a, like, a, you know, park. Yep. You mean that, you mean that entirely CG'd fight? Yeah. 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 That, <laughs> yeah. Like, it, 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 it's kind of like that for me with it, man. It's just, like, ridiculous. People will come and they'll be, like, the best fighter in the area, like, out of towners and challenging all the all the uh masters and then oh, Iman right. just like slap 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 yeah get your ass handed <laughs> to you like he literally he literally slaps this one guy on the ass with like a fern after he beats him because the guy was like it was a, a bitch it and was just a didn't... bamboo switch that was previously a feather duster yes yeah <laughs> and and like the guy just wouldn't take the loss he kept pulling out like a machete or something and he's just like no you're done you're done you're done <laughs> oh so like for I mean, me like, like oh go, go on no no oh. no it's so like it, it, it man for me is definitely one of my favorites and uh I, I actually i would say my first favorite would be what you mentioned the raid and the raid 2 um just because like it, it's got like a really good mix of action it's not just shooting it's not just martial arts it's a mix of all of that uh it's oh, kind of like for for so me good. this is why i really liked john wick when john wick came out because i was like okay this reminds me of the raid because um so you know does it share a writer a writer or a director or something does it i'm i'm always sure. positive on that one um i think you're right i think it's it might be a writer I mean, keep discussing while I fact check. Yeah, okay, sure. Um, <laughs> but anyways, if like I don't know if people have really heard of The Raid much. I think it, it it did come out in theaters in like 2012, which was the same year Avengers came out, I believe. Um, so I don't know if it went under the radar, but it was like a quick favorite for me. Um, kind of like Judge Dredd, where you know the movie starts off with people storming the castle, so to speak. Um, um, but it's a shackle apartment complex run by a crime lord. And yeah. then you basically have to fight your way out now because, you know, all your guys are dead and you got no backup. So, you know, first 10 minutes of the movie uh, sets you up, I think you mentioned earlier. And uh, then you get uh, some gunfights happening and suddenly all your SWAT team members that have come into the building are down and Rama. Oh, yeah. and, and there's like there's like 20 of them. Yeah and, yeah, and they don't they don't know that they're coming into this without any backup. Yeah, and because the their their captain set them up, and like almost each and every one of them know like really good martial arts. I had to look up what martial arts they were using because I've never heard of it before. But it's silat, pensak silat. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's an Indonesian Indonesian martial art that emphasizes nasty elbow and knee strikes. It's often most confused and and uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Const- um, mistaken for uh, Muay Thai. For Muay Thai, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. So like, uh, it's it's very similar though. Oh, I like I just love it because the, they'll always go for kicks or elbows, and whenever somebody goes for the kick, he just deflects it with his own kick, leaving the guy open, and then just lands like in quick su- succession, like thirty blows on the dude, and it just. Like you're chopping guys down left and right, and he never stalls. As soon as he sees one guy, he just runs right for him and gets the jump on him. Doesn't even let the the guy he's fighting think about how he's going to enter the fray. He just goes for it and takes him out like with ease. Like honestly, he's he's basically John Wick. Like he knows his way around a gun. He knows his way around his fists, and he just takes guys out. And there's this one particular scene in in the raid where um it's like a two on one uh. 
and oh, with with uh, with, with the, uh, Rama, his brother, and with, Mad Dog, and Mad Dog, and Mad Dog being played by a dude that was in Star Wars. I forget what his name is, but he was he was episode, also he was also in John Wick three. Yeah, he was in John Wick three, and he was in Episode seven, I think, of Star Wars. Um, very short scene in Star Wars. I can't really remember where where it was. He was in in John John Wick. I, he uh, it... so so okay so Mad Dog from the Raid One and whatever his character was in the Raid Two because yes he's in both yeah as different um, characters <laughs> nice <laughs> yeah uh, um, <laughs> is paired up with the main villain of the Raid Two and they fight John Wick in that uh, that room with all the glass isn't oh. that John Wick Two at the at That's... the end of the movie when they when they all storm the fucking when they storm the the uh, the hotel the Continental okay. Yeah, and then like like that that entire like ten minute scene of them just kicking and you're, throwing Keanu thinking, through like pane after pane of glass. I, I think you're thinking of two different John Wick movies. The one with the I, glass room was John Wick two. The one where they storm the Continental is John Wick three. I thought like the one where they're like going into the like basement and the guys are walking down the stairs with the guns and it's like it's like mirrors. Yeah, that's John. That's the ending of John Wick two, I believe, where Wasn't they have. Um, I'm the, I'm gonna I'm gonna fact check this right now. Person, and speaking of John Wick, um, I was incorrect. Uh, Gareth Evans had nothing to do with uh, with John Wick. The yeah, only connection, the director. Yeah. Uh, the only connection is the uh, is the guys from if, from um, the raid. Yeah. Yeah, because they're really good martial artists. Like, holy shit. Um, but anyways, that scene with Mad Dog and uh, Rama and his brother, like, fighting them. Like, Mad Dog can take them on, like, two-on-one. Even when the dude's got, like, a fluorescent, like, bulb sticking out of his neck. Um, like, he's taking these guys on, like, like they're putty. Like, like, I just can't get over how, like, quick and fast the fight scenes are. And there's no bullshit action smoothing or anything with the camera angles. Like, you see every blow that lands. Like, that's what I really appreciate. And it's gory, too. So. Oh, yeah, they don't, uh, they don't stray away. Yeah, they don't hold back on that. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, the raid is definitely, like, really up there. Like, um, yeah. I just can't get over that. That's why I really like John Wick as well. It's, for me, in in my head, they maybe occur in the same universe. I mean, it's it's very well possible. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm that's just true. Going through this, where Mad Dog? Who plays Mad Dog? Yayan, Yayan, Ruian, Ruian. Now I'm yeah. gonna go through. Where was he? So episode seven of Star Wars is where he was in, and I was correct. It is John Wick chapter three. Okay. Yeah. 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 You said, yeah, you said John Wick 3, but you were describing a scene from John Wick 2. Nope, John Wick 3, the, the fight in that room with all the glass, and John Wick gets his ass thrown and kicked through every oh, single pane of glass. You said mirrors before. The glass one, yes, that one was no, John def- Wick 3. definitely the, said the one, glass. N- no. I, I said mirrors. Oh, okay, somebody said mirrors, because the was mirrors one me. was definitely John Wick 2. Yeah, that's when he was he was in like the what was it, like a fun house and it was him and uh yeah. was it Ruby Rose. Ruby Rose, yeah. Yeah. That's it. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. So I yeah, that, that scene in John Wick through with Yayan was yeah, like that is exactly the entire movie of the raid. <laughs> like Oh yeah, just insane fucking feet and fists flying yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Fucking crazy. And 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 not to mention he like in the raid he MacGyver's shit too. Like he threw a grenade in a fridge with a propane tank and like flipped it around on the door so the guys that they were barricading the door outwards, against yeah. would blast outwards and like they all just got like destroyed in the hallway. Yeah, right. Uh, you, you need to like drop everything you're doing after we're done this and go yeah. watch the raid. If it's if, if only just the first one. Yeah. You can rent it for like five bucks. Yeah. Mm. Okay, yep. it's probably like, my plans for tonight then. 
Oh man, so fucking good! It'll yeah. it'll get you so hyped, like you don't even understand. You yeah. might even have a hard time going to sleep. And and I'm pretty <laughs> and I'm pretty sure the main pretty sure the main character that played Rama was also in the new Star Wars trilogy as well. That's something Eco, that I noticed. Eco, you you ways you wise. Yeah, I'm not Fan sure of the how show. you pronounce I'm those sorry names. if I'm butchering your name. <laughs> we love you. Though. Um, but he is he's a fantastic um martial artist. Yeah, uh, and he's been in. Does a lot of his own stunts too, which is which is. Yeah, I think he's a stunt man. Awesome. Uh, 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 triple threat, Stuber. The night comes for uh, Star Wars Episode Seven: Force Awakens. He was, I think, he was in the same crew as. Yeah, uh, pretty sure it was when yeah, they. Yeah, it was when they first encountered, um, or they brought the Millennium Falcon to dock, right? I think they got so. Picked it's up. been a while since I've. Uh, they yeah, were like because... they were like space bandits or something, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. Oh, there was that like tentacle monster okay. that came out from the door. Yeah, and Han. Yeah, yeah Han, and... Han unleashes the fucking the squiddy thing. The, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was that scene. <laughs> yeah, you just see like Yayan running for the door or something, and it closes on him, and he gets snatched. Something like that. Um, and also, um, <laughs> oh, oh, sorry, dog's wife must be home. <laughs> That's all right. Barely hear him. Yeah, well, we'll see. <laughs> um, also, uh, oddly, well, not oddly, awesome, awesome as well is Eco Uwais and um, Keanu Reeves were together in a movie back in 2013, Man of Tai Chi. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Uh, I need to see uh, that. It's not a half bad movie. The fight scenes are pretty good. The plot's a little all over the place. Um, and uh, Keanu Reeves plays a villain in that movie. Oh, it's a it's a weird weird premise. I st- I recommend it for a watch. Hands down, yeah, fucking. I'd like to see Keanu Reeves as a villain. Yeah. Well, I mean, have you not seen? Uh... Oh Christ! What was that one he did? Um, where he was like a, he was a serial killer. No, no I, I don't think this. I have. Yeah. What is this? Um, it's from like the late '90s, possibly early 2000s. James Spader that's, was in this movie. Um, that's what I was gonna say. It must have been from some time ago. The Watcher. Oh, the Watcher. Yes. What a fucking wicked movie. Marissa Tomei as well. Yeah, Marissa Tomei. Yeah, he was he was a uh, he strangled people with like piano wire. That was like his thing. Oh shit, mm. the Scranton Strangler. Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that's the last time I've ever seen Keanu Reeves as a uh, as a as a villain. Ooh, eleven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm. Don't worry about the Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> they, they, yeah. they don't know what they're talking about. All right. Well, I'll add that movie to my list. Hell yeah. Well, you ca- you guys keep going on. I'll give you two seconds here. All right. Ryan, what about you? Man, uh, have you guys uh, actually, this is a more recent one, like sort of off topic from the, the other type of fighting movies we've been talking about. Have you guys seen uh, Warriors? Um, Like come out and play Warriors? No. Like the no, one like that won a bunch of Razzies? You mean, uh, you actually, mean. Yeah, maybe. Like Tom one... Hardy? Yeah, that's the one. Warrior. A Warrior. No S. Yeah, oh, Warrior. Warrior. Okay. What a such <laughs> a fucking fucking movie. Awesome. Movie. I love that movie. Really? I have I seen this one? That's uh, it's about like him and his brother, and uh, they were like abused as kids by their like ex boxer dad or something, and then they sort of go off on their own paths, and uh, the brother becomes like a war hero, and he goes deaf. And then the other brother is like uh, a retired fighter by the time the movie catches up to him and uh, needs some money for something. I think it was like a surgery of some kind. So he goes back to his dad and gets him to train him in fighting. And then um, they sort of. Well, the, well, the thing is, it was a, 
for those of us who speak <laughs> How does Nick Nolte so, in it? Nick Nolte, Joel Edgerton plays the other brother. And um, Tom Hardy is like, he's a war vet, but he, he deserted. He, he, went, he went AWOL. Yeah. But what people don't know is that he was a fucking hero. And he saved a whole bunch of people, but the war got to him and he fucked off. Yeah. Um, and there's a, there's a, a subplot in there as well, and I can't remember what it was, but like this whole movie is about Tom Hardy and Joel Edgerton coming together in, the, in like the final thing. Like they don't know, they know their brothers, each of them, but the rest <laughs> of the world doesn't know their brothers. And it's just this big fucking crazy thing that goes down. Probably one of the coolest MMA movies I've seen in a while. Really oh, good yeah. fight work on both ends. Definitely. Oh. Okay. It's really Writing good storytelling as well. It's one of the few fighting movies that has what I would call an exceptional story to go alongside it. And it really does just sort of string you along for the journey. And like you really get attached to these characters and their journey that they've gone through and just what they'll become at the end of the movie and everything. And it's it's quite a watch. Yeah, this one went uh, under my radar, that's for sure. How did that? I mean, you know what? To be fair, it went under my radar for a while as well. Um, I think I remember people referring to it and talking about it, and then I just like didn't watch it until recently, actually. And this movie's from 2011, and I think I only just seen it for the first time maybe like a year and ago, a year and a half ago, two years ago. Oh yeah, I, th- I think I yeah. remember seeing a trailer for it back in the day. Now that I think of it, fucking crazy movie. Wow. Huh. But I mean, I just, I mean, Tom Hardy and Joel Edgerton got shredded for this film. Like they were. Oh yeah peak physical condition damn yeah no you definitely need to check you have homework you gotta check that out i i, I got homework yeah you have a lot of homework <laughs> I, I was asking the other night um when we were kind of discussing this has has anybody seen ninja assassin no i haven't I think so no one of the coolest ninja movies of all time it is not uh <laughs> not super plot heavy uh from 2009 and it was like this guy named Rain, that's his stage name. Uh, I think he's actually like a K-pop star or something like that. He's a big deal in Asia. Oh, okay. Um, he, plays a, he, he plays a ninja um, who goes against the way of his clan because they want him to pretty much be a full-on assassin and he's not about that shit. They want, I think they wanted him to kill like a kid or something and he was like, nah, I'm not having it. And so they kind of betray him. And they're like, well, fuck you. We're just going to kill you. And then he ends up escaping. And it's this big romp of ninja shit keeps happening all across. Like the, the I don't know if it's in L.A. or somewhere in the States. Um, <laughs> it's, it's fucking nuts. Gory is all hell. Um, really good action. Um, and probably one of the coolest ninja movies uh, to date. And I haven't seen anything like it since. Mm, it's pretty high praise. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, like it's some would, would argue it's not great. Um, I think IMDb only gave it like a 6.3 out of 10. I'm sure Rotten Tomatoes hasn't really uh, been very kind to it. Um, but if you're just looking for like a mindless action movie along the lines of like The Expendables or anything like that, like that's mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a good watch at least once. Yeah, I could see I really that. Like, uh, when they do like 50% contact in fighting movies and just like a lot of them do, especially the, the ones that have a lot more uh, line work for the fight scenes. But I like seeing... Um, just like the the impact of the blows sometimes, and it makes it feel yeah. like more not necessarily real, but just that like it's it's actually well, happening. That's, that's what yeah. I'm. Yeah, that's what I'm there for, right? Like I want to see mm. the blows land, and it especially is good when they have good uh, FX and and you can actually like hear the 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 blows land and how much damage they're doing, and it just <laughs> because it just emphasizes just how much of a toll this takes on your body, and like. 
how exhausting it is to actually like fight like that like some of these scenes last like minutes to us but like they over you over exert yourself in reality and and like just to appreciate that like i need to see the hits land Definitely. <laughs> well, like, not, not to mention that they're not just doing this all in one take yeah yeah and like they'll do they'll do a bit and then they'll stop and then they'll do it over again in, in case they need to and then stop and then and then continue this this over and over and over again and yeah it definitely takes a toll yeah. on your body yeah, i remember, like, hearing, mm-hmm. remember hearing stories of um uh matt damon when he was doing the born the born stuff and like mm-hmm. he was walking away with like bruised ribs and 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 his hands all fucking done up because of all the action that they were doing and they had to take numerous breaks uh to get that going and then fill in obviously with uh stunt doubles where need be oh i bet yeah like i learned a little bit of capoeira for i did that for like a year off and on and hold on hold on you did capoeira yeah get the fuck That's out sick. Yeah. That's dope as fuck. When did yeah, that happen? This was when I was in Australia in 2017. They held classes at the university like 100 bucks a year or something or a semester. And I was like, yeah, like I'm going to do this. Because awesome. like, like if you actually look deeper into Capoeira, like it, there's like three like kind of fighting schools that you can specialize into eventually. Yeah. One of them, one of them focuses more on like the parkour aspects of it. One of them is more on the brutality and the fighting, and then the other one I think is more of just the traditional like dance um, school. Um, but okay. like it's it, it's a I'm really sure. interesting form of martial arts. Um, and it's it's Brazilian, right? Yeah, it's Brazilian. Um, I Fuck believe it, it was it it was made by the uh, the slaves that were brought over there and the uh aboriginal peoples as well and yeah like it it was it it really takes it out of you because you're doing a lot of like kicks and a lot of body momentum work with it um yeah and that was just like practicing with it so i can't imagine like we would spar every now and then you wouldn't land your blows and that was honestly sometimes really hard to like prevent and and like hold back your arm as you're taking a swing but uh, so I can only imagine just like doing these kinds of movies that are so intense and so fast or even in reality, like fighting. Yeah. It's just so exhausting. Like if you see UFC fight fighting, like it's like those guys are exhausted after like two rounds. Do you want to watch or do you, do you want a reference for a really shitty 90s Capoeira movie? Sure. sure. It's called Only the Strong. Only the Strong. Um, do, do you know who Mark Dacascus is? Sounds familiar, but no. Did you ever okay, have you ever seen at least one episode of Iron Chef America? Yeah. Oh, this guy's very familiar. Yeah, we're he Yeah, he was in plays, John Wick. He's he's the chairman. Oh, yeah, he was in John Wick. I don't know why they didn't yeah. even they didn't even fucking yeah. yeah, he was he was the dude that was at like the Japanese restaurant, right? Right, but on, he's not Japanese. Mark Mark Dacascus is very uh Latino. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, oh, he's Mark from Dukaskis. he's from Hon- he's from Honolulu, Hawaii, so he's probably whatever polynesian yeah i guess yeah i guess that that fits yeah uh he did a movie way back in the day called only the strong it is a shitty movie (laughs) but but it it was the only capoeira movie i remember seeing as a young kid and my brother my brother and i my brother's actually the one that that introduced me to a lot of martial arts films because he was really big into martial arts um i mean we both studied uh, at a young age like i uh, my brother uh, i'm pretty sure is like a second degree black belt now um and i didn't i didn't get that far but i also took uh, karate uh, and a little bit of uh, aikido i didn't know that about you yeah well i mean looking at me you wouldn't know that 
<laughs> Element of surprise, you have that down. Yeah, well, I mean, I'll probably be just as effective as Sammo Hung in Itmon 2, the just a fat guy doing kung fu on the table. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I could I could probably still do it. I could probably uh I could probably do do head kicks and shit because I'm I'm super flexible. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Get into sumo. God no, no, no. Because then I no, 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 no. I'm good, thanks. Um, but yeah, no. He, my brother introduced me to this movie because he was obsessed with it for for a while. And Mark Dacascus was a huge action star. Um, he took over for Brandon Lee as the Crow after Brandon Lee passed away. Uh-huh. Um, in like one or two movies, and then I think he also played the Crow. In the series, in the television series. Do any of you know what that is? Yeah, Heard I just okay. know that. <laughs> I, can't, I keep forgetting that there is an age gap between us. I know um, I know the story of how Brandon Lee died on the set, but I don't actually know anything about the series. Um, I mean, the movies were okay, I guess. They were weird. Um, I don't really have much to really say on that. I mean, they're, they're, <laughs> I think it was... I think it was this, was it the set of the first or the second movie where he died? Uh, it could have been. I'm pretty. I'm almost certain it was the first movie. I think it was the first movie because I only was aware that there was one movie until now. Um, oh, there's a couple. Uh, there's <laughs> there's more than a couple because <laughs> okay. yeah, that's what they did. That's what they did back in the '90s. They just fucking took a took a, a theme and just ran with it as so, as many times as they could. So this only the strong has a five star review on Google, and let's see if you guys agree with this. Get After- the fuck out. After Star Wars, this is my favorite movie, is how it starts. Okay. Carry on. <laughs> it has an 8% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, but basically, they're just saying that it's really good nostalgia fuel, this movie. But I'm just like, wow, to put it up there with Star Wars. Some people are pretty pretty big on Star Wars, so I might have to watch this movie. <laughs> you should watch this movie. I, like I said, it's not super plot heavy. You're not, you're not getting a, a, a full heartwarming coming of age tale um but it is it, it is actually a good a, a good martial arts film from what i remember anyway okay yeah pretty going crazy. on the list uh and like I've, i think i've only ever seen capoeira in like one other movie yeah maybe, I, maybe two i really don't see it often i think there's like a few moves some ufc fighters use that's capoeira but aside from that rarely see it well it's, I mean, just... it's not an overly effective it, yeah like it, it, it's hard you really have to have your balance and momentum like in one strong like fell swoop to land a lot of those blows oh absolutely uh and it takes a great amount of athleticism to be able to pull off oh, like i'm yeah. i'm and en- i'm envious of those who who have not even just mastered capoeira but like are intermediate at it like that's that's something i don't think i could ever do. i don't have the flexibility or the coordination to pull that off oh yeah. yeah i just remember practicing my stretches over and over again until you get that range of motion that you need to do some of these moves because there's one move in particular that you can learn pretty early on but it's like a 360 kick um well not really a 360 kick but you're moving your body in a 360 um you know you got one foot forward one foot back and then you're kind of just leaning over and swinging yourself around uh, and underneath to do a, a high kick and like to just be able to do that in one motion is like I, I pulled my groin quite a few times. <laughs> no thanks. Yeah. Uh, what about uh, <laughs> Ong Bak? You guys remember Ong Bak? Fuck, I. It's been a while since I've seen with that Tony, movie with Tony Jaw. I remember going to see that movie in the theaters with my my older brother and, and his buddies, and being at the edge of my seat. 
almost from from when the action start and let me tell you the action does not start right away fuck me is there like a whole like what felt like 45 minutes of just preamble exposition for no real reason other than to sort of set the set the mood before the action actually fucking starts but tony jaw uh, is a man who does 100 percent of all his stunts and he did some fucking crazy like cartwheels through panes of glass uh hopping fucking both feet over like cars and shit like this uh, ryan have you seen ombak i haven't no oh dude homework yeah <laughs> um i would almost uh, i would almost put this over uh the raid oh yeah not, oh, that, really? I, not that i not that i think How are the that, sequels not that i think ombak is a better movie than the raid but just on sheer um wonder alone this movie like because like i said tony jaw did all of his own stunts and he does some pretty crazy shit um like he jumps through like pretty much a hoop of of razor wire uh, and he jumps like forward with like his legs outstretched forward and then like like he's touching his toes but in a forward motion through this oh, yeah. fucking razor wire yeah mad oh, cartwheels he does a forward i know it's hard to hard to explain a forward backflip where he has a backflip, but moving forward with forward momentum. Like, Shit. insane. This guy... Something out of the where... Matrix. Oh, dude, this guy is the Matrix. Tony Jaa, brilliant, brilliant martial artist, uh, and mostly focused on um, Muay Thai. Uh, and Ong Bak is a, is, a, is a Thai film. And they've got... This movie's got everything. Not so much gun action, but <laughs> there's, a, there's a really weird... I want to say car chase, but it's not... They're not cars. Do you know what tuk-tuks are? Yeah, those yeah, are like Ryan. little like things that they like drive around. For, uh, like, they're like, huge in Asia. They're like they're they're three wheeled vehicles with oh, like motorcycle yep, yep. controls. Yeah, yeah. So there's yeah. a there's a there's a tuk tuk chase scene that's just oh, ridiculous. Yeah. Huh. Um, but this movie was oh my god! Like like I said, being in the theater, seeing this for the first time in, in its North American theatrical release, because this movie was was big in Asia, like. Five years prior had to have been four or five right. years prior, um, and seeing all these st- like all the crazy shit that this guy does, like I was on the edge of my seat, and the entire theater just erupted in oh or oh fuck, like, like <laughs> some of the most engaging I've ever uh, theater uh, life I've ever been in, like insane. <laughs> That's awesome, absolutely incredible. Yeah, and like it spawned a couple of sequels. They were okay. Um, they weren't as good. Uh, and then there was another another film shortly after that I think Tarantino had a small hand in um, oh. called The Protector, um, also starring Tony Jaa. And this movie, I've seen the original Thai version called Tom Yum Gung. Um, and random fact, Tom Yum Gung is actually just a Thai soup. Um, it makes <laughs> sense when you actually, I know, <laughs> makes sense when you watch the movie. Um it's a weird premise of like a boy from a village whose elephants get taken away and he goes on this journey to get his elephants back. And the people okay. who have taken his elephants actually run like a black market um, endangered species restaurant. Oh. Okay. I know. I know. It's really out there. Um, wow. But... Somebody stole my elephants. I'd journey to do that as well. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Um Where'd... The, the the original Thai version is a much more lengthier version than what we got in North America as the protector. And they cut out certain key elements, like certain plot plot pieces that 
when you remove them, you're like, wait, why why are we here? What is what is going on? And they also removed one of the coolest fucking moves he does in a fight scene where he takes on, I shit you not, like fifty fucking guys. Just one after the I know, it's, Jesus. it's out there. Um but there's this move that he does, and I can't even describe it. I, I can't even – I can visualize it in my head, but to try to put it on paper or even talk about it is – I can't. I just can't. It's indescribable. But he does this move where he like, he like swings a guy around one way and does like a corkscrew spin and then kicks him in the face. But it's like one of the coolest things I've seen in a martial arts movie in a long time. And in the North American version, they cut that part out of the fight. It's the best part in that fight <laughs> scene. And they cut that right out and move, move, move the story along. So if you're going to watch that movie – Find the Thai version, Tom Yum Gung. Tom Yum Gung. Insane. Unlike, again, like if you're looking for a, like a crazy plot, you're not going to find it. But if you're looking for wicked action, it's all there, man. It's all there. All right. All right. Rant done. Rant done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was compelling. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, fuck. I get a little passionate about these movies. That's all right. We love passion here. Well, yes, sure. And, you know, like martial arts films, are they're awesome because it's there aren't very many people on this planet who can do that kind of stuff. And every time I watch these movies, yeah. I'm like, I would love to be able to do that. I would love to be able to do a fucking 1080 spin kick and kick a guy through like fucking three walls. You know? <laughs> like, yeah. Take on, take oh, on a mob of eight guys without breaking a sweat. Everyone has those. That. Yeah, everyone has like whenever I get those daydreams where like wherever I am just gets held up and I, and then, you know, you can kick some ass. That'd be great. So I love to see that in movies. So I'm not oh, the yeah. only one that does that. No, I think that's a lot <laughs> okay. of us to be fair. I, you know, yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. There are even at work these days, I still fucking daydream about the weirdest shit. Some of the best daydreams, though. And but like, oh, yeah, am I am I being childish? No, like I'm I'm 34, you're, guys. You're being I'm, realistic. How would you? <laughs> oh yes, yourself? super realistic about me yeah. taking on eight assailants, armed exactly. to the teeth. Everything, <laughs> everything, and anything is a weapon. Trust no one. Smash some glass. Grab that really expensive fucking bomb. bomb. The, yeah, <laughs> just beat people with it. Like, <laughs> I'm I am not in shape to do that. I am not in anywhere near enough shape to be able to fucking fend off. Well, the great thing is if three you get people, one, let alone eight, if you get one well placed bong hit. There, there you go. They go right down. So just have well, to do I mean, that two more times. <laughs> in life, one one well placed bong hit will put anybody down. Yeah, well, yeah. That's... <laughs> Best defensive weapons. You don't even have to work at one of those mall ninja stores. No, I know. <laughs> oh, man. Jesus Christ. <laughs> the, the amount of fantasizing power fantasies I have that go on in my head are stupid. It's a great way to kill time. What can it I say? It is. But it's like, yeah. I, will, I will never be able to put that into, into reality. Not even a little bit. Yeah. It's, especially when I walk away from watching like a martial arts film, those kinds of... Um, yeah. yeah, you're like, I could do that. They're just in my head all the time. <laughs> like with uh, what, when we were talking about Shang-Chi, um, when they were doing that um, uh, uh, scaffolding uh, fight yeah. uh, in the movie, uh, just like younger me would have been on the monkey bars just swinging left and right on that. So, you know. Oh, yeah. Any other any other action movies people you guys have been into? Favorites of all time? Oh, fuck. Not even just martial arts movies, just action movies in general. I know earlier we were we were um, sort of touching on the Matrix. Oh yeah, that's right. We, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm certain we meant to segue. Yeah, <laughs> <Yes>. at some point <laughs> from yep. from John Wick to, yeah. to the Matrix. <laughs> um, 
you guys have seen this trailer. Yes. Yes, sir. Holy shit. I'm pretty excited. I have never been... Right. I have never been more hyped for a reboot of a franchise. um, I know. I I don't think ever. Yeah. And it's going to be like a soft reboot, too, because it is a continuation is what it's seeming like to me. Right? Because... Yeah. The trailer really didn't make it clear, but like the first half of that trailer... It really does seem like it's just a reboot. And then you get to some of the things that they're showing in the second half, and it's just like, wait a minute. Like, we've seen stuff like this happen before. This is clearly building off of something else that happened in yeah. movies. But, like, how, how does it all tie in? Yeah, exactly. That's going to be the mystery of it. But, like, definitely the scene where um, Trinity is talking and, and meeting with Neo in the in the coffee shop, and they're like, have we met before? Is right. like to me yeah. like soft reboot is what it's going to be like they're they're definitely in a in a place where they're in, in another matrix and and they're trying to keep their memories hidden but they're going to break through out of that and morpheus is going to help them uh speaking of, of which is um is the lawrence og Fishburne, yeah lawrence, lawrence Fishburne, Fishburne, as it stands right now is not in the movie that i've seen not so in far. the movie but okay. the the dude that they have that they have there who kind of gives off that morpheus vibe is actually a version of morpheus confirmed. that's okay yeah that's that's at least what i f- would have figured yeah okay mm-hmm. now i don't know if uh if lawrence fishburne fan of the show is uh <laughs> just didn't feels that he's too old for that role or if they're going to bring him in later on as like a surprise element that's almost um, what i'm kind of betting on like maybe uh, there's think... going to be more to this Go on, Ryan. Ryan you're saying? Uh, I, I was just like, I just think that we'll probably see um, Lawrence Fishburne at some point, even if it is just a short, yeah. short cameo and like for a death scene or something. I, I feel like we'll yeah. see him at some. Point. Yeah, like my, there, like there's no way. Yeah, yeah, my my biggest question, and I'm sure it's the same question every that's burning everyone's minds right now, is how the fuck is Neo still alive? Seriously, um, I'm dead how certain. Trinity, yeah, I'm dead certain. Uh, did Trinity survive? No, she died. Oh no! No, you're right. She did die. She got impaled. Yeah, yeah she yeah. got impaled. She died oh, shortly fuck. before. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's been it's been been some time since I've last seen Matrix Three. Yeah. Let's call it three because I don't remember its its subtitle. What is it? Um, Reloaded was the second one. Revolutions was the Revolutions. Third one. Good yeah. call. Good fucking call. <laughs> but like, I'm pretty. Sh- I'm 100 percent certain everybody's dead. So how are they still alive? Or why were they brought back? Yeah. Better yet. I mean. Um. And it's rumored that um, Priyanka Chopra's character um, is uh, she's playing the little girl, but oh. like many many years later, what was her name? Sati, I think. Yeah, yeah, the little girl that was. Um, it wasn't the keymaker, was it? Um, no, she she was like the next oracle in line, but yes, she would like yes. had the ability to to create or something like that. I remember. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And oh, that's that's, that that's would the make rumor, sense. right? Ah, uh, um, so do you think that they're they're just going to do a one and done a matrix four and be done with it. Or are we going to see us like a whole saga coming out here? It's possible that a saga could form here, whether it's another trilogy or even just two movies. Um, but mm-hmm. a lot of people think that there's, they're sizing up for a trilogy. Oh, so yeah. do you, do you, do you see a trilogy where Keanu Reeves is in it? Or do you think that this is just a way to introduce a new trilogy, maybe with other actors to play their role if they're replacing Morpheus? Who's to say they, they couldn't just replace well, Keanu and Trinity? Not so much that they're replacing Morpheus, but I think the, the, running, the running take on it is he's a different version of Morpheus. Yeah. Yeah. I su- yeah. And like they could, they could 
you know, as far as we know, could go with different versions of Neo and uh, Trinity as well. I'm so, going to go ahead and say, if you take Keanu Reeves out of the Matrix at any point, I will run. Yeah, that's the other thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I'm really curious where they're going with this movie, and I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, Christmas. Uh, Christmas, yeah. Christmas. Yeah, there's going to be... There's there's a lot of games and movies that are coming out around Christmas this year that... Or no, I'm thinking games in February, but anyways. This well, holiday season is going to be great. Like so many shows yeah. and movies. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I hate to I hate to do this mid uh, mid show, Ryan, but your your mic is cutting in and out again. Okay, give me a sec. Yeah, Ollie and I will uh, will will carry on. Sure, because we uh, we are warriors. Yeah. So, what do you remember of the original trilogy, The Matrix? Oh fuck! Uh, one a lot, and then also on the other hand, not much. Uh, the first Matrix movie I was obsessed with when I was a kid, mm-hmm. um, and it being that young, I probably shouldn't have been watching it because it was a super violent movie yeah did you go out in a trench coat and sunglasses not until my teens in high school um but but definitely definitely not matrix uh inspired that was more blade inspired to be honest oh um but um and it was a very short term we don't need to discuss it Um, but like I was obsessed with the first movie, like super obsessed to the point where, um, so there was a theater in my neighborhood growing up. It was a Cineplex. Um, it was actually in, um, oh shit, Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. Oh, okay. oh yeah. So that scene where they're driving by and they call it the multiplex and it's a Cineplex theater. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That's my theater. That was the theater I went to <clears throat> in my team. Oh teens. shit. That's Hell sick. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Fucking dope. Um, well, when they first opened, they did like a premiere night, um, just a kind of like it was a grand opening. And but they were playing uh, older movies, like like classic, uh, not classic, but like I guess at that time movies from the '90s. And The Matrix, the first movie, was one of them. And I even went to go see it then, many, many, many years after its release. Um, that's how much I love the first Matrix movie. It was fucking crazy. Uh, it, it got to a point where I almost knew all the dialogue. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I was. I... Uh, Obsessed. I don't think I've ever been that big of a fan. Holy crap. Um, I also remember, because I was in grade six when that came out. I was a youngin. I was only like 11 years old. 11 or 12. 11. Yeah, 11. Um, and I remember we had a creative writing um, assignment that I totally fucking borrowed from The Matrix. Or I wrote a story that was within that universe. Okay, fan fiction. Nice. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Eleven-year-old me fan fiction. Hell yeah! Aww. Ah, yeah. We don't. Trinity and Neo it. forever. Uh, you know what? Trinity wasn't even part of it. I think Neo had a small oh. part, but it was mostly myself, Code oh. Phoenix, uh, and uh, <laughs> and Morpheus. And Morpheus, yeah. Nice. <laughs> I love that. Oh. I really I want. Believe, I really want I to see believe. that. No, you don't, and I can't believe you just told <laughs> the internet that. So there's, uh, there's that. Um, yeah, no, huge fan of the first movie. Um, I pretty much can remember scene for scene how how that movie plays out. And oh, then shit. Matrix Reloaded, I didn't watch as many times and wasn't as obsessed with, but still a great fucking movie. Um, the the whole that that fight scene they do in the Merovingians fucking mansion palace castle whatever in the yeah. middle of the fucking mountains yeah dope 
Fucking, yeah. I nope. thought that was like you could. I thought you couldn't get any better than that. Yeah. Um, and then like the chase scene with like the ghost twins and yeah, all and that I'm pretty stuff. sure, pretty sure they made a stretch of highway like fake highway just for that, and they spent a few million on it. Not surprised. Just not surprised yeah. at all. That, they went that movie, all out. Like the effects in that for that time. Yeah. Was superb. That's true. Yeah. Absolutely insane. Um, I mean, yeah. even now the effects still hold up for the most part, aside from the one fight scene you were talking about earlier in the yard where it's just Neo against <laughs> all the Agent Smiths. Yeah. yeah. Aside from that one, I'd say most <laughs> of the like CG work that they did in that movie holds up today. Or in the trilogy anyway. Oh yeah. Yeah, I recently rewatched the trilogy like a month ago or something, and uh, like nothing caught my eye. It was just as good as I remembered it. Yeah. And then like Revolutions was good. It wasn't great, um, but yeah. I much preferred all of the action that happened in Zion to yeah. any of the stuff mm-hmm. outside of what was going yeah. on. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah. Like the, yeah, when, they... w- when the machines invade and they burrow that hole and all the fucking squiddies pop out and you, they got all the mechs and shit. Oh, yeah. Rounds. Oh, oh, oh as, so a kid, cool. as a kid, I would love to pretend to be in one of those mechs. Yeah. Who didn't? Who wouldn't oh, want one of those yeah. mechs? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking crazy. Only to see similar mechs later in Avatar. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's yep. true. Yeah, yeah. Basically the exact same ones. And Almost. I just I just remember in the, the third movie when you had that last dude who was just the one reloader to reload um who was it, the general, the guy yeah, 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 yeah. Isn't oh, isn't yeah. he the same isn't he the same guy in in uh Zack Snyder's Justice League that plays the general? I, I think so. Yeah. yeah, he is the same guy. I don't remember what yeah. is what is. I'm on IMDb. IMDb is legit open in front of me. One second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like, oh, I just rem- I just remember that part where you're down to like your last few mechs, and it's just the one guy going out there to reload when there's all these. Uh, what did we call them? Um, squiddies. Squiddies. Yeah. That's what they called them. Yeah, they called them squiddies. Yeah, squiddies. Yeah, like, oh, that'd be so scary to be in that situation. And, like, I think I got a nightmare from that. But aside from that, I really loved the movie. <laughs> what? As a kid, yeah. No nightmare. Don't get nightmare from that. Nightmares are not, uh, no, don't be, don't be. But, yeah, and then they, didn't they film the second and the third movie at the same time? And they split they, it? I think they did them back to back, yeah. Yeah, back to back, yeah. Um, Harry Lennox. He played, Harry uh, Lennox, played yes. um, Locke. Was his yes. Name? Uh, yeah, and he's got the the young kid. And he <laughs> and he's got what is it like a like a like a futuristic wheelbarrow? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and it like lifts ammo. up, and then it gets jammed, and he has to climb up in there and like kick and it in, kick it. Yeah, and like at the last <laughs> minute gets it in. Yeah. Oh, I know. My heart was fucking pumping. But like, what was so scary about that scene was also um, there was one scene where the woman with the bazooka is like crawling through the tunnels, I think, and just oh, like that. Right. The squiddy arm, like the Doc Ock arm, just like comes down, like crashing into her leg, and like ah, uh, just the screams and like the horror of being in that situation. Like yes, ooh, they did and they did was, those uh, parts really well. She was like the the wife to the 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 what was the the new operator who was actually um who was brothers who was one oh, of the three yes. brothers to to Tank and um, Dozer. He was Tank and Dozer's brother, which they never spoke about in the first movie at all. Yeah. Um, yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he was, that was, she was his, uh, his wife. Z was her name. And, didn't... Uh, and I can't remember what his name was. Link. He was Link. Mil- yeah, Link. You're right. Trilogy. Harold, uh, Harold Perrineau. Yeah, like the Matrix was crazy. And I was so obsessed with it as a kid that I even, 
played the fuck out of both video games. There was, uh, what was it, Enter the Matrix, where you played as, like, Jada Pinkett Smith's character and her partner, Ghost. And it took mm-hmm. place... It took place during the second film. Um, it was like a whole... It was a bunch of shit that was going on in the background that had nothing really to do with Neo and, and all of them. Um, and got pretty fucking weird. Um, I remember there's a part where you visit the Merovingians lair um and um they did talk about very briefly in the matrix the i think it was who was doing who's doing the speech i don't know if it was the oracle or if it was morpheus uh or one of those characters was talking to neo about glitches in the matrix and shit and how when some people see a ghost or talk about vampires or stuff like that it's a it's a program doing something they shouldn't. I'm pretty sure it was his discussion with the Oracle. Yeah, yeah just I think so. The then right after just... that was the car chase scene on the freeway, right? No, Smith fight. Smith oh, fight. It was, yeah, yeah, it was right. the the many Smith fight. Yeah. So running running with that when you're taking over the Merovingian's lair. Do you remember when um, Persephone, his wife, shoots that guy in the head? Yes. When she when she's like, "Come with me," and she fucking like shoots the one dude in the head and like tells the other guy to go run and tell tell the master what's happened. Oh and yeah, she, and she makes a line about silver bullets. Oh, it's because his henchmen, and more so in the video game than the movie, were either vampires or werewolves. Really? Oh, yeah. And there's this, there's this whole section where you play as either Niobe or Ghost running through this 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 section, and you're like fight these guys off, and then to finish them off, you fucking stake them like vampires. Ah, huh. strange. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, something I, I didn't know. know. Wow. Fucking crazy. That game was insane. And then, like, was it like four or five years after that, they came out with uh, Path of Neo, Path where you, Neo. Where you played. Oh, man. Classic. Um, I probably didn't get very good reviews, to be honest, but me being obsessed with The Matrix didn't matter. Um, you play as Neo through, like, the entire path of, like, the three fucking movies. I'm quite sad. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure I've played that one, because that sounds familiar to me. But, like, you could... <laughs> you could change your fate versus versus the movie. So like in the first movie, when Morpheus contacts him and he's trying to get him to escape the 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 office tower there, where he's like climb out onto the ledge and fucking take the take, take the, the win- take the not the leap but take the thing up the elevator up to the roof. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he's like fuck that and he can't do it and he gets taken off by by the agents. In the game, you can actually complete that and then it skips the whole part where you're taken by Smith. And just skips ahead to the part where um, uh, Trinity brings you to Morpheus. Ah, yeah, no, cool. f- fucking, ins- and little things like that. This game was the game was dope. The martial arts in it was cool. There's a scene where you're in like this old uh, old Chinese kind of setting, looks like a restaurant, and there's like tables and chairs, and all the guys that are coming after you are like the the like the axe gang. They're axe gang people, so they're all coming at you with hatchets and shit. And you pick up like a staff. And you fucking start flinging them around. And you do that move from like the second where he like hits Smith a few times and then like drops the the staff and then like kicks it horizontally oh, yeah. into his head. Yeah, you can do shit like that. It was fucking crazy. Huh. Game was insane. I miss it. Speaking miss of which, it. is 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 our boy Mister Smith coming back to the the new movie? I don't think Hugo Weaving is, but yeah, one of the guys um, in in um, the second one where. Morpheus squares off with that agent on top of the bus on the highway during the ghost twins chase scene. Uh-huh. That agent is going to be in this next movie. Agent okay, Johnson? He... Uh, sure. Do you... that's just well, that's one, one of the characters. Is, is on IMDb. Uh, that's one of the characters I feel like they could pretty easily recast. Um, 
uh, going along with the canon as well in that yeah. like it really didn't have to be agent smith specifically it was just a virus it could have been anyone in the matrix yeah uh agent johnson you got that right dude holy shit way to pull that one out <laughs> huh. uh daniel and- bernhardt is his name yeah okay and Fan something else i'm noticing about the cast for the matrix 4 is uh the witch house uh from uh, I don't know if you guys watched Sense Eight on Netflix. Um, I know of it. I've never actually watched it. It was yeah, a project here. by the Wachowskis. I I would recommend it, though it's definitely not everyone's cup of tea. Um, but uh, they have two of the actors that star in that series coming for Matrix Four. So now I'm even more interested in seeing this. Oh no way! Yeah, and there was some pretty decent action in uh, in Sense Eight, but it it definitely wasn't an action show or anything like that. Yeah. Oh, and and uh, Lambert Wilson, who played the Merovingian, is also reprising his role. Oh. Fucking a! So that's gonna be that's gonna be dope. Th- this is gonna be an interesting movie. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's uh, Yahya Abdul Mateen the second, who's playing Morpheus. I can't remember what he's been in. Yeah. The name me is neither. Super it's, familiar. His face is what's familiar for me. Oh, he was an Aquaman. Oh, yeah, he was um he Manta. was Black Manta. Yeah. Yeah. Was he oh, really? Shit. Wow, yeah. I didn't even recognize him. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. holy shit. And then he's going to oh. be in the Candyman movie. Uh he was in the Watchmen TV series. He played Cal Abar, which Yes. Ooh. I'm I'm ashamed that I didn't actually get through. Yeah. That. Really? You haven't finished yeah. that series? Oh, that's I very good. I watched the first episode and then meant to go back to it, and then ADHD kicked in and I got distracted with something else and haven't gone you back. Ne- you need to finish it. It's one of those shows where everything comes together near the end and it's just like big brain blast moment. Hell yeah. No, I'm down. I, I <laughs> It's on my list of the eternal backlog that I have right now. <laughs> of both of both games and movies <laughs> fair enough i'll uh i'll get there i'll get there you'll get there just like any, i'll get uh... through these movies we've spoken about <laughs> yeah no kidding <laughs> any any closing thoughts on the matrix um no just that i'm looking i'm, I'm very excited for the the sequel the fourth yeah, i feel like when we get another trailer drop here and i don't know sometime in the next month i would say yeah we'll likely have more theories to talk oh, I about guess... and do a little oh, deeper of a dive into it. I can I can almost guarantee come mid October we're gonna get something juicy. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, and I, because... I like so f- oh go on. I was gonna say just because we're getting closer and closer to, to holiday. Yeah. Definitely. Of and they yeah. also really didn't give us a whole lot with this trailer. I feel like they left too many questions open for them not to deliver a second one before the release date. Yeah. Yeah. Just so yeah, we sure. don't have like a semblance of what's what to expect from this movie. Yeah, uh, don't worry, Ollie. We'll tell you all about it because we know you don't watch trailers. <laughs> I did watch this one. I did watch this one. That's true. This was a, te- this was yeah. a teaser. In the right direction. Yeah, I, I caught. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't even a real trailer. It was a teaser. <laughs> um, but I, 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 I do like that uh, Neil Patrick Harris's character. His glasses uh, was blue, just like the pill. Blue. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As soon as I noticed that, I'm just like, oh. There is a lot of that symbolism in that teaser. Yeah, there was oh, yeah. a lot of that. Yep. And once we see the movie, we're going to be like, oh, that's how it all ties in together. Right. You're you're going to be home around Christmas, though, right? Yep. Then we should all, all three. Oh, for sure. Agree. I'm down. Definitely yep. go see it. 100%. Um, I mean, if the ladies want to come, they're welcome to come. I don't know how they feel about, uh, about the Matrix. I don't know where my wife stands on the Matrix. Yeah, I'm not too just sure. like. 
one either. She does like Keanu Reeves, yeah. She does like Keanu Reeves, so like there there is that. I can't remember what she said <laughs> when we saw what? the trailer. Um, uh, but yeah, no, it's uh, it might just be oh. S three. Is all I'm saying. No, oh, fair enough. Um, and I also discovered that my wife uh, also listens to these podcasts, so now I got to be careful about what I say. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I'm pretty sure I said something a little weird the other than the last one or the one prior to that, and I was like, "Ah, it's okay." My wife is. Oh, you'll hear about that when she catches <laughs> oh, up. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, no, she's uh, she is now completely turned on to podcasts. Um, and, nice. and even and even found one that I didn't know existed that I've now been listening to called Smartless, uh, hosted by uh, Jason Bateman, Will Arnett, and Sean Hayes. Fans oh. of the show, of course. You know we've had yeah. dinner with them. Um, now everybody knows who Jason Bateman and Will Arnett is. For those of you who don't know who John Hayes is, he played Jack in Will and Grace. And if you don't know what Will and Grace is, it's a sitcom <laughs> from, <laughs> from the 90s that was very popular. <laughs> yes, very popular. Um, huh. But no, it's it's dope. And the, the premise of their show is um, they have guests on. So one, they take turns bringing a guest on, but they don't know who the guest is going to be except for the person bringing them. And oh, then they shit. just kind of, yeah. And then they just kind of talk about their, about their, about their shit. And so far, That's they've interesting. Had, like, um, they started last year around this time, actually September of last year. Uh, and they've, what I've gone through so far is like Melissa McCarthy, Seth Rogen. Um, ah, shit. Um, why I'm blanking on Tony Stark for fuck's sake. Robert Downey Jr. Thank you. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Big nerd I must be to run a nerdy Nomicron fucking podcast. <laughs> I can't even remember simple names like Robert Downey Jr. Um, yeah, it's it, and the, the one I was just listening to on the way home from work today uh, had um, Adam Sandler. Oh, yeah, no, and they just kind of shoot the shit for like an hour. It's uh, it's pretty dope. And so now nice. I'm hooked on I'm hooked on that on top of the other podcasts that. Uh, nice. Maybe that maybe I in have. a future episode we should share our favorite podcast. Hell yeah, I'm down for that. I'd be down to talk yeah. about that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't have a whole lot. In That's my all right. Of favorites, but like, I'm down to talk. I mean, just ones ads. that we go to. Yeah. That's oh, yeah. still good. Well, what do you say we uh, we wrap this up? Yeah. Yeah. Sounds I'd good. say we're looking pretty good. Uh, uh, we are definitely looking find this one. pretty good here. This was this was a damn good pod, if I may say so. Myself, yeah. A lot of. We agree. Uh, <laughs> a lot of uh, content generated. Um, but uh, let's wrap this up. Huge shout out. Always, of course, to Matt the Rat over at Rat House Productions, uh, where you can find our podcast and many more at rathouse.net. That's R-A-T-T-H-A-U-S dot net. Uh, there's some good stuff over there. Uh, and then shout outs to the, the Twat FM folks, Sean Fear Ennis and MDI, who actually have just finally um, recorded their pod the other night. Um, it's been a while since they, they've done it. I unfortunately had dinner plans and couldn't make it, so I will be on the next one. Um, but they're back in full swing, so Twat FM is back for those of you who are fans. Um, and uh, yeah, Ryan, if anybody wanted to find you on the internet, where can they find you? I'll be on Instagram, Ryan L. Culleton, um, and that's about it for now. Gotcha. Ollie? Find me where you can find Ryan. I'm just kidding. Oliver.Ruiz <laughs> on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> just brian will take all my calls please so direct yeah. them all towards brian oh yeah I, I would love to it'd be my pleasure you're all welcome moonlights. <laughs> all of our moonlights is ryan um <laughs> parts we're, we are one in the same that's one right. the same. except ryan's got better hair yeah that's fair sorry yeah, yeah. Than, both, than both of us than both of us <laughs> 
And in fact, I'm sure he's got more hair than both of us combined. <laughs> Gosh. Just yeah, on you might it. actually be right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then <laughs> if you guys want to find me, you can find me on Twitter at the real Snurfin or on Instagram at Snurfin. Or you can find us as a podcast as a whole on Twitter at Nerdy Nomicron or on Instagram, same thing, at Nerdy Nomicron. And yeah, man, that's been the show. Everybody, uh, have a good one. Until next time. Yeah. Peace.